Hey everybody, X the Hero and Elroy, OMJ, love that guy, here with something a little different than our usual shenanigans. After focusing on protagonists for the past few weeks with VSS, we were inspired to imagine a world where the characters from one game were forced into the world of a different game. And the results were pretty rad. Master Chief no longer saves the galaxy, but instead he's responsible for rescuing adorable puppies. Arthur from Red Dead is no longer a Wild West outlaw because he's too busy surviving high school and altering the timeline with his best friend, Chloe. Laura Croft doesn't have time to raid tombs because she has to tend to her crops and plow the fields. What on earth would these games be like if the characters were swapped? Elroy? Oh man, well thank you so much. It's great to be here. I, I can't, I'm just excited to do this new segment, but you were mentioning that Lara Croft game, uh, uh, the farming Lara Croft game. Did you know she it's, won? Yeah, she won an award for that. It's she actually was, called the Laura Crop Award. Oh man! Well, whatever it was called, she was outstanding in her field. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Perhaps that could have been more of a uh, resource game. Uh, you know, Laura Croft gets settles down, gets married. And then one day she was out farming, but she gets abducted. No worries, because you know how her husband found her? Do tell. He tracked her down. Tr <laughs> tracked her. These, that's bad, but that's really good, actually. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyhow, we, we won't talk about Laura's humble alfalfa crop. Even though it's not much, hey, it pays the bills. <laughs> there you go. We got to pay those bills. <laughs> Sounds like you've got the idea for game swap, though. So, this, yes. What yes. two games will you be mixing and matching for us? Oh well, I could look no further than um, uh, Crypt of the Serpent King, a classic. Classic. And, yeah, and Candleman. So I don't know. Okay. Have you played these? Um. I actually, yeah, I was going to hate me, but I own them both and haven't played them. <laughs> well, for those of you that haven't played them, one is a heartwarming tale about a protagonist who is looking for life's meaning and who yearns to be much more. He wants his light to burn bright, so to speak, and the whole thing's a quest to do so. And the other one is about a candle, man. <laughs> so, so let's talk about that heartwarming uh, gentleman first. The Serpent King, and this takes place in a candle world. So this is the Serpent King person that, I guess he's actually hunting down the Serpent King, but anyhow, let's imagine that that individual was in Candleman's world. Okay, now on the forefront, I gotta specify, in case you're looking this game up on True Achievements, we're going with the American version. Because there's two on there. We're not doing the Canadian version. So if you see that CN, <laughs> we're doing American. Okay. America first. Oh. America. <laughs> now, bulk of the achievements. Let's look at this. So basically this game uh, is all about finishing all the levels and moving on to the next one. So all the achievements are tied to level. You finish the levels, you get achievement for that. Uh, there's also for lighting all the candles. And you light all the candles on certain stages, you get achievements for that. So basically... Lighting the candles, beating the levels. That's all the achievements offer. Although the DLC, I kind of looked at that a little bit. I haven't played it, but it looks like they tried something a little different where um, he learned some other lessons, and I, I don't know. I, but we're not going to talk about the DLC. <laughs> now, Serpent King Man, 
he has a very definite skill set. So basically his skill set is he runs up, he smacks dungeon crawling enemies in the mouth. That's with an F. And then he runs away like a little bee. That's all there is to the Serpent King man. That's his Sound, skills. Sounds like there's a lot of strategy involved. <laughs> yeah, so he runs up, smacks him in the mouth, and then he runs back before they can hit him. And then he runs back up, smacks him back in the mouth, and then runs away again. And you do this the entire game. That's, that's, that's how you get your $1.99 worth out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> on sale now. Well, actually, it's on sale every day. But <laughs> <laughs> So let's look and see how this uh, skill set would be utilized in Candleman. Well, there's not a lot of enemies in Candleman. Uh, most of the enemies, you just have to kind of avoid them. Like, don't get touched by them. If you touch them, you incur da uh, damage of some sort. So mouth smacking would probably not be advised. You probably don't want to run up and hit something that's going to damage you in the mouth. I I'm going to stop saying mouth in a second. I, I was wondering how long you were going to keep that up. <laughs> All right, so, so his skill set is not exactly uh, you know, a direct hit with Candleman, but let's look at the other obstacles. So obstacle number one. Lighting candle achievements. So, Serpent King Man, how can he light all these candles and get the achievement points for you? I think that he would experience pretty good success in this because before he goes, I'm not sure exactly how the rules are on this. We haven't really set out the outlines, but I'm thinking before he is magically, you know, whisked off to Candleman Land, that uh, Serpent King Man would, you know, have some foresight and grab a torch off the wall. There's a lot of torches in the walls, and so you just kind of grab one real quick or maybe uh do like a pick up one of those fire barrel things that are around the see this would be more helpful if you had played the game you gotta ah, get your, i i can you use gotta, my imagination i yeah. think it's a fair assumption to grab a torch <laughs> or a fire barrel thing yeah. or a fire barrel thing you're gonna carry that though <laughs> well you just need to get the the one candle lit and see then once you got one candle lit then you can just take that little candle right so that's the worst case scenario is you know he, he takes the fire barrel thing kind of kicks it over this is sparta style and then it like ignites everything in the in the dungeon of candleman you can see where he's going and then he it lights one of the little candles and he picks it up and goes about his way yeah so that's worst case scenario now and also i might add that if he picks up the candle to take for a little ride or with the torch he could use that to smack the enemies in the mouth but that's either here or there. Now, is this Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Come on now. <laughs> so, enemies, not a problem. Lighting all the candles, eh, not a problem. You're at 560 points already just from lighting all these candles, <laughs> and you've you got half a completion already. However, obstacle number two, the finishing level achievements. <sighs> oh, man. Uh -oh. So there's no way around this. Candleman... It's basically a platformer in the dark. So that's the whole gimmick, right? So you got to light these candles so you can see a little bit further. And, and uh, Candleman, he kind of does this little spark thing so he can see where he's going. But you're, where you're going is through some pretty complex platforms. And you have, well, not complex, but, you know, they're, it's a little added difficulty given that they are in the dark. Yeah, there you go. That's basically the gimmick. Now, okay. yeah, so... Most stages involve some kind of precision jumping where you're like jumping from a leaf to another leaf or jumping from a, a vine to another vine or things like that. So, Serpent King Man Guy, I just added Guy, that's his last name. 
His he's going to be king. bro next. Serpent <laughs> king, man guy, bro dude. <laughs> yes. Um, some people call him Chuck. I don't know. That's his first name. No. <laughs> he has no place on the suspension list. So, because that's pretty normal. <laughs> no. Serpent king, man dude, bro. He can jump. However, the problem is, is that he just can't do it very well. So, this is one of the maddening things about the Crypt of the Serpent King. You're going around, you're smacking things in the mouth, you're doing well, and then there's this key, and it's in the middle of the room, and there's, it's like a little square in the middle of the room, and around that square is this one little thin line of lava abyss. It's like this little fire... uh, a lava stuff that's surrounding the square in the middle of the room. And you jump and you, you basically need to look at your feet the whole time you're jumping. And it, it's, it's, it's the most difficult mechanic in the game. And more times than not, you jump right into the lava and guess what? Got to start over. the whole level over. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the whole game. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, man. Permadeath. You're done. So yeah, I, I don't know. I th- I don't think you can start the next level. I th- well, maybe. No, I think you're it's you're done for. I can't. Remember. It's been a long. It's been like four years since I played this game. But <laughs> I just know that the lava is the worst thing ever, and that I would spend probably about a, a minute of time lining this jump up, kind of doing little practice runs, like lining up some squares on the side that are not over lava, and like jump, kind of pretend like there's lava there, and you know just to kind of get the timing down. But anyhow, he can't do it. He's not a jumper. Serpent King man, dude, bro, guy thing is not a jumper. So it is quite a leap, pun intended, to think that he can go from navigating (laughs) one little strip of lava to some of the stuff that Candle Man does. Right. So it's the jumping is just going to be the undoing of this guy. So ultimately, I have zero confidence that you would be able to complete any of the level achievements because he's just going to jump right off into permadeath, and that's just what he does. It's uh, He is not a jumper. So zero confidence you would get any of the remaining achievements. So he types out at a whopping 560 points in this world. All right. Sounds like a Serpent King dungeon bro dude man guy whatever sounds like he would be a good contender for your obese character list <laughs> if he yeah. can't jump that much <laughs> right right he, uh yeah he's uh th- that is a good point i don't know but you can see your feet though is the problem so i don't know that that's the issue here i mean you just gotta maybe I mean, with, got with a tight enough to, suit of armor you can just stuff that gut right in there yeah well i think he used to be a venturer and then he like took an arrow to the knee or something i don't know so this brings us to the old candle man inside the crypt how would that play out Hmm. Hmm. well do tell well all the achievements in crypt of the serpent king are level based you have seven stages you beat them on easy you get points for that well you get points for each stage and then you go back you have to beat normal seven stages points for each one and then you have to get hard well, you don't have to get hard, but you have to beat wow. hard. Yeah. And, and you get the 21 achievements, and you get the completion. Woo. Yeah. I just made this game sound kind of sexy. I now, don't want to play this one, though. <laughs> sure, it's not Crypt of the Serpent. Oh, I blew uh, that one. Crypt of the Sexy King. 
<laughs> well, you were the one talking about plowing uh, Laura Cross fields earlier. Now her fields. <laughs> and maybe her. Yeah. So Candleman's skill set, all he's got offering, all he's bringing to the table is that he can run around and he can create little life light bursts. It's like, psst, and then like light emits, and you can kind of see briefly while it slowly dims. And spoiler alert: after a few a little, psst, he. He, yeah, it, he runs out. He runs out of wax and, and, uh, he dies. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's really sad actually. Yeah. So that's Candleman. Yeah. He, you would think that he would probably uh, pace himself a little better, but, uh, or I don't know, or maybe, uh, I don't know what he's got. He can't grab a torch off the the wall because I'm going to get to that. So no way around it. The enemies in Crypt of the Serpent King are going to be the biggest obstacle for Candleman. I almost called him Candyman. You did. I did. Candle man. Candle man. So, the elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. Candle man ain't got no arms. There you have it. I don't know if he's handicapped or was it handicapable, but I do know he's not handicapable of carrying a uh, candle, and so that's why he kills himself, because he can't, you know, hold a torch or anything like that. Now, to defeat any enemies... Candleman is ultimately going to have to use his flame. I mean, what is he going to do, like nibble on their bums or something? I mean, <laughs> he doesn't have any arms. Is he going to kick them? I, I, he's got tiny little legs. I mean, he's out of proportion. I mean, it's amazing he can even walk, to be honest. <laughs> so I don't think his tiny little kicks are going to do anything. I don't think his bites are going to do anything. He's basically going to have to resort to that tiny flame on top of himself. And that's just not going to get it, uh, that little tiny flame that he always has. Uh, because he's going to have to get too close to, for it to be you know, cause any damage to these rat men that are running around this crypt. And he would definitely get murderized, like, on stage one. It's just not going to happen. The first rat man's going to come up and just just destroy him. So if he uses this flame burst, however, I think he might have a chance. So he hits a little psst, and, like, maybe some of the sparks catch and on their clothes, and maybe they go up in flames. But the problem is, is that's a limited attack. That's like his special attack, because he's only got so many of them, and... The crypt is seemingly overran with rat men, and I know about rat problems, and they're, it's like overran with rat men and other enemies, and so the problem is he's just going to run out. He just doesn't have the pace for this. I mean, the crypt, it's got more enemies than he's got wax, and given that the crypt has no save points, uh, it's just not a good match. So the one thing I thought that maybe he could do is that little thin strip of lava around those center sections, uh, that's where the keys are, by the way. I didn't mention that earlier. And you have to go, you have to go there in order to beat the levels. Otherwise, why would you be jumping in the middle of these things? Of course. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't quite explain your motivation to get to the middle of that. So there's keys there. There you go. So I think Candleman could easily navigate that. I mean, he's doing all these fancy jumps. He'd jump over the lava all day. He'd probably, you know, play hopscotch over it. But um, it's, yeah, that you, you can't as easily avoid the enemies. You can't run by them. You can't do anything like that. So... He could jump to the center section, but the problem is, is when you play that game, the enemies just wait. They don't jump into the lava after you. They just, they're smarter than you. They just stand <laughs> on, they like, they stand there, they, they literally sit there and stare at you, and you can, like, run out the backside of, of the center, and that's, they just stay there, like, staring at you. Like, they can't figure out that they can walk around it. But <laughs> problem is, that ultimately, you're just going to run into another rat man, like, right after. So what are you going to do? Run back the other way? You're going to run out of directions. You can run out. So... I don't know. And logistically, you need some keys in order to access the main boss to get the Chivos. But 
Candleman ain't got no arms. How's he going to grab these keys? I don't know. It's Grab them in his mouth. I, I don't know. That was his mouth. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I don't know. He's, it's, I don't know how he's going to carry these keys, put them around. And I, I, I don't know. This is just a terrible matchup for Candleman. And so, as the cool kids say, this game wouldn't be lit. All right. That was, that was pretty good. Although, yeah. not to steal your thunder, but if he's Candleman, he's made of wax. And you can make, like, a wax key replica. Hmm. If he's standing next to lava, that would be pretty hot. Could melt him <laughs> down. He just needs to get a mold, so... Maybe we're yeah. on to something. Uh, anyway. His chances are dim. And you're going to get zero points in this game if you played it as Candleman. <laughs> I feel like I would I would not play either of those games. But if I had to pick one, uh, Candleman in the Crypt, actually. Just the title of the game. That sounds pretty cool. Candleman in the Crypt. You know. <laughs> Fantastic. So... From my two games, I'm flopping Overcooked and Gears of War, two of my favorite games to play with Kelsey, who I've now mentioned three podcasts in a row. Is that Gears of War 2, or is that Gears of War, two of my favorite games? Gears of War, comma, two of my favorite games. Okay. It doesn't actually really matter which Gears, I guess, (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it. I put way too much thought into that. (laughs) So... Based on the fact that Kelsey and I have played all four Gears campaigns, split screen, and 100%ed both overcooked, over, overcooked, that just sounds weird. (laughs) But based on the fact that we've completed all these games, I feel like I am a fair judge to combine them and assess them fairly and partially. Impartially? Yikes, how am I assessing them? We'll just go with fairly. (laughs) So our first one, Chefs of War. Chefs of War. Chefs. Chefs of War. In this game, the backstory of Gears still applies. The Gears are still at war with the Locusts, but you know how it is on the battlefield. Morale gets a little low, and, you know, how are you going to improve some morale with tasty food, of course? Hmm. So your goal, as these overcooked chefs of war, is to provide delicious snacks and nutrition to our frontline familiar Gears and maybe even dodge some crossfire in the process. So... Most of the achievements, not most, but a lot of the achievements in Gears are for killing enemies in various ways with various guns. So the swap here is that instead of killing locusts or killing enemies, you have to serve various dishes while under, you know, gunfire and cannon siege and all that stuff. So Mm. there'll probably be a few achievements related to killing locusts, though. It is a war game, so I figured you're a chef. You have a chef knife. So maybe kill 50 locusts with your thrown knife. I don't know, maybe bludgeon 25 locusts to death with a hot frying pan. You know, you could probably even get a funny one in there, you know, a secret achievement or an Easter egg. Uh, you know, pie 20 locusts in the face, you know. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun. And then Marcus could, you know, go and chainsaw him from behind. And he'd be <laughs> like, oh, yeah. now I got, like, cream coming out of my face and my butt. I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah hilarity, definitely. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So what might the skill set of a battlefield chef be? Well, really no different than any other chef. He's a chef on the yeah. battlefield. <laughs> the obstacles the obstacles are going to be what causes the biggest problem. So Uh-oh. if you played Overcooked, you know, the kitchens move and, you know, things change around. Instead of those kind of environmental hazards, you're dodging bullets. Hmm. So there could probably even be an achievement for, like, serving a dish seconds before your friendly neighborhood gear gets obliterated by a boom shot or something <laughs> like that. Uh, you know, you have to dice the strawberries over on the right side of the kitchen. And this, you get the strawberries on the left side of the kitchen. 
But then there's like a flamethrower going down the middle, so you have to dodge that expertly. I don't know. <laughs> but they're chefs of war. If anyone can make it happen, it's them. <laughs> I feel like I would actually genuinely play this game. That would be the most bizarre <laughs> crossover like, yeah. of all the time. Like it would just be a super hardcore version of Overcooked. Where well, see... you know they they rode this horse pretty far. This may be the next uh, logical installment. You know. Yeah, that's true. We got Gears but... Pop. Why not? Yeah, Gears and then they kitchen. announced like <laughs> ten new games at E3 about Gears of War. Or something yeah, like right. That. <laughs> I, you know, I actually, I'm going to write the coalition as soon as I'm done recording. <laughs> over, over geared, I oversawed, I don't know. So the <laughs> other half of this is you play as Marcus and Dom in the kitchen. Hmm. But the catch would be that instead of the full assortment of chef's tools, you only have one. Hmm. What might that one tool be, Elroy? Oh, please tell us. Please. Your Lancer, what else would it be? <laughs> the only thing you have in the kitchen is your Lancer. The chainsaw remains, so you don't really huh. need a knife. Instead of shooting bullets, though, because you're in a kitchen, you don't need bullets in a kitchen, <laughs> you shoot ingredients out of this gun. <laughs> so what would the achievements be on this round instead of some active reloads? You get achievements for perfectly filled cannolis. You have to click it at the perfect time to get Ooh. just the right amount of icing. Right on. Instead of a chainsaw duel, you know, you get an icing duel where you got to shoot the most icing at the cake, and whoever gets the most, <laughs> you get the, you know, 25 points. Beat your opponent at icing duel five times, something like that. <laughs> what? Gears of War? You still want to blow up some locust? Maybe you want to tag him with a grenade? <laughs> well, there are no grenades in this kitchen, but you do have some grenades. <laughs> and you throw these grenades, and they explode into a giant confetti shower. 25 gamer score for covering every square inch of the kitchen in confetti using only five grenades. That is quite the explosion. <laughs> it would have an exaggerated ratio. Nice. Yeah, I'm proud of that one. I just improvised that one. Yeah, yeah. So, skill set. Marcus, Dom, what do they do? They're soldiers. They're bros of war, gears of war. Uh, you know, I feel like that said their skills would work weirdly really well in the kitchen. Obviously, you cut everything with a chainsaw. It doesn't need to look pretty. Just, you know, cut. Um, but how much more hectic and awesome would Overcooked be if you could just roadie run through the kitchen? What? I need to get to the other side? Let me just vault over the counter. That would that would make things so not only <laughs> yeah. epic, but it would make them a lot easier, too. I don't know. The health department might uh, get on to, you know, uh, a little bit if you keep, you know. Climbing I mean, o climbing over the counters. I, I'm, I don't know if there's a health department in the Overcooked. I, I've never played it, but yeah. I'm oh, just... you are truly, truly missing out. Um, <laughs> since you've never played it, though, a lot of the game, a lot of it deals with like stockpiling ingredients. So you'll just throw them on the floor. Um, oh. Yeah. So, you know, I have a bun. I have cooked meat and I got some lettuce and cheese and no plate. So I'm just going to set that on the ground and then I'll grab a plate and I'll set the burger right on the plate. You don't wipe it off or anything and you serve it. Whoa. So that would I never mean, work, man. In my house, we, we got kitten hair everywhere. Uh, some people might like fuzzy meat. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I did not mean for that to sound unintentionally <laughs> sexy or naughty, but whatever. Um, I mean, picture in your kitchen though. So you got to make it from the counter to the table you could walk across the kitchen, or you just roadie run and combat roll, and bam, now you're at the table. Dinner served, right? <laughs> oh, it's such a naughty segment. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. <laughs> what are some other obstacles in these kitchens? 
Here's my favorite. Your gun can only hold one ingredient at a time. So let's say you're making a salad. So you'll use your tomato clip and you fire some tomatoes. Uh, oops, now I need lettuce. So you got to take out your tomato clip and refill with your lettuce clip. And then you shoot some lettuce onto your salad. Uh-oh. Need some <laughs> diced ham on top? Because, you know, who doesn't love a nice diced ham salad? You got to take out your lettuce clip. And then you got to put in a ham clip. But it's a whole ham, right? So then okay. you, have to, you have to shoot that ham onto your cutting board, cut yeah. it with the chainsaw, and oh. then reload it back into your gun as diced ham. And then you have to shoot that diced ham onto the salad. It's a very, very inefficient and yet hilarious way to prep any kind of meal. All right. So, I've if my uh, have them over, have them over for Thanksgiving, and man, have uh, prepare the whole meal. Yeah, with the chain. I kind of want to actually <laughs> totally do a whole meal with a chainsaw. Now that'd be pretty rad. Um, I would totally play this game if my endorsement here doesn't sound like enough. One hundred percent. I feel like the comedic value, it would just be so absolutely ridiculous. Certainly good for some laughs. Uh, and, you know, our poor Gears, Marcus and Dom, they've had a lot of tragedy. They desperately need some laughs anyway. So <laughs> let's throw them in a kitchen with a tomato clip. What's not to love? Uh, maybe have like a like an Iron Chef type competition with like a locust where you have to prepare food faster than the locust or something. I'm just thinking. Uh, I didn't even think. Yeah, Overcooked yeah. 2 had a, had a pretty mean, good locust, versus The locusts need some fun too, you know. I mean, they should... Tr- They've they've been all those games and they can't shoot straight and and uh, yeah you know, let them prepare some food too uh, maybe some foreign delicacies uh, I don't know what would what would locust even serve I'm trying to think the achievement <laughs> for prepare one of every dish the gears Man. one's easy you know whatever I, I, whatever people eat I can't think of one and that is going to bug me uh, <laughs> well on that horrible pun. <laughs> We would like for you, our lovely community, think of any games that you think would work while swapped and feel free to let us know your wildest combinations. The one thing that you are not allowed to swap, however, is podcasts. (laughs) Thanks for listening. hey that was a little delayed. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you around. I have a Chivo! He's a Chivo!